Hello and welcome to Twitter Travels for Pete, my adventure of meeting Pete Buttigieg supporters across the country. I'm your host, Sue Ann Rollins. We're getting close to Super Tuesday now. How many days away? Uh, I'm talking to Gina, who is our uh, Minnesota for Pete. You are volunteer lead? Volunteer lead? Uh, yeah, the state lead. State lead! Minnesota volunteer grassroots for Pete. So I thought we should talk because it's like how many days before Super Tuesday now? Is it 10 days? Something like that? Yep, 10 days. So we're on our final stretch here of Minnesota for Pete. And uh, we got to get that, you know, keep that energy going. We have to ramp things up and get her done. And we do now have campaign staff here in Minnesota. We do. Yep. We have uh, Kevin and Nate who have joined us here on the ground in Minnesota, which is absolutely fantastic. They've been with us for uh, a little over a week now, I think, maybe two. So it's going to be a sprint. It's going to be a sprint. So I wanted folks to know that the Super Tuesday states are, are busy busy, uh, you know, ramping it up to get it done. What, so we've got this kind of transition from being, just having a regional director, I shouldn't say just, we've had a wonderful regional director, Kirsten, and now we've got our own state people. So there's been a, bit, a little bit of a transition, although we've had such this, this big volunteer organization that's been growing all along. And so Kevin and Nate are lucky to have to, to, to come on board and already have this. So can you talk about that, how our, our base has been growing, our base of volunteers? That's just it, Sue Ann. We have such strong support here in Minnesota, going all the way back to over a year ago. You know, it was last March when we started up our social media groups and Facebook and Twitter. And from there, we were able to gather people together with the shared purpose of supporting Pete which led to some visibility events out at the Pride Parade with selfie frames, really drew people in. They wanted to get their picture taken. Those were all over social media, which got people excited. By July, we had 50 people from four states attending a volunteer training. In August, we brought 75 people together to design, build, paint, and staff a booth for the Minnesota State Fair. We ended up sending over 100 people down to Iowa to help support, whether it was the steak fry or the LJ dinner or knocking on doors or volunteering at rallies. We had big support going down to help our neighbors. And in all over the last nine months, we have had 150 events across the state, all the way from the northwest corner down to the southeast. So we have been really busy as a volunteer group. And it's because we have that strong grassroots organization that actually the transitioning from a regional director to our state directors uh, was really smooth. Uh, they were able to come in and, and the structure was already here. So they've been able to step into their role and take what we've had and we are just really accelerating at this point. I mentioned 150 events in the last nine months. We have 15 events in the next two days. Wow. Um, so the big one is tomorrow or kind of kickoff or get out to 
Caucus. Get out the vote? Not caucus. I was going to say get out to canvassing. Yes. And, and get out the vote. We'll be at the start, at the end of the Stone Arch Bridge in Minneapolis at Father Hennepin Park. Uh, actually, we moved it across the street to a building so that we're indoors. So it's a little more accessible for people. Uh, it's a beautiful, big atrium space. It's overlooking the bridge. Uh, we wanted to be near the Stone Arch Bridge to have a, a bit of a tie-in with the significance of the bridge that Pete often references there in South Bend. Oh, fantastic. I'd like to see some art of the Stone Arch Bridge uh, with the South Bend Bridge. Somebody get on that <laughs> right away. But we want to uh, fire people up. We want visibility and um, get start door knocking. Absolutely. So um, early voting in Minnesota has actually been open since January 17th. We were the first people to be able to cast a vote if you had already had a ballot mailed out to you, uh, which you could go online and sign up for. Now in-person voting is open at a lot more locations now that we're closer to Super Tuesday, which is why we're really trying to drive this get out the vote excitement. Uh, we are, after our rally, we're going to have some, during, during this event, we're going to have some speakers uh, who have endorsed Pete, uh, give a little bit of a speech to get people excited. We're going to go in groups to our voting locations and cast our early ballot if we haven't yet already. For those who are further away, we'll look up you know, where their polling location is so that they can get to the right place and, and we'll make it very easy for them. And after that, we're going to come back together and make phone calls and knock on doors. That, that's so great to do things together like that. I know that we've done some phone banking for Nevada together as, as a, a group, as a, an event, and, and just being able to do this together, um, that, that keeps you energized. And, and then the voting early together. I expect some good pictures for social media. Oh, yeah. I think, you know, a lot of the little I voted stickers, it'll get people really hyped up. Mm-hmm. And I haven't voted yet. So I'm, I'm going to do that tomorrow. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh -huh. uh, so in the 10 days, we're going to keep having, so you said 15 events for the 15 next 15 events in the next two days. Okay, yep, so most of those are door knocking. And we've got door knocking in all these small little towns all over Minnesota. It's not just in the Twin Cities. Oh, so that's that's one thing to point out, that part of the volunteer organization has been to make sure that we have somebody in each of the Our congressional, congressional districts. districts. Yep. Um, and it's amazing how this just happens naturally that somebody takes charge when, when you know, oh, nobody's doing this, I need to do this. And it's pretty amazing for these districts that are very spread out. You know, the Twin Cities, right, you, you can just drive the whole district, but some of the others. You, you can get to like three different districts in a 10 minute drive within the Twin Cities, but as you get further out, it is uh, from border to border in some cases. And we've been extremely blessed to have some great volunteers. Our volunteer Tammy in CD7 is driven all over that district. Um, it, it stretches from the Canadian border down to the top of the counties that border Iowa. So not quite <laughs> all the way to Iowa, but pretty darn close. Wow, that's a crazy district. Yeah, I'm, I've been impressed by the the dedication that our you know, congressional district chairs have had. So all of our volunteers were just really enthusiastic here. We had a volunteer last week drive 12 hours around the state to drop off yard signs to different checkpoints. I'm glad you brought up yard signs. 
I've been seeing that on Twitter a lot and about come get your so it's an organized network. So this is a great story. Uh, one of our volunteers, so many of our volunteers went down to Iowa and helped out down there, and so they they made connections while they were down there. One of the volunteers borrowed her dad's trailer and drove down to Iowa to pick up 2,600 yards. And bring them back up to Minnesota so that we could distribute them and and put Pete in a snowbank all over the state. Um, from there, we started spreading the word. Uh, I made a Google form for people to fill out if they wanted one. We've been monitoring the responses, making sure that we're contacting everybody who wants one. And as they've said yes, I'll take one, we've been asking, would you mind being a distribution point? And just by doing that, we have organized distribution points all across the state. We had somebody up in Baudette on the Canadian border ask for one. We also had somebody uh, in the state of Virginia ask for one, so we had to <laughs> we had to break the news to them that this was Minnesota only. But uh, <laughs> well, if they uh, want to fly here and get one, right, I suppose right. we're not going to stop them. Um, and then uh, we partnered up with our bordering states too. We Wisconsin contacted us and said, "Hey, can we get some signs?" So we sent uh, 750 signs total to Wisconsin. Some of those will flow through to Michigan and. I believe Northern Illinois is also oh asking gosh, for some. I love this. The, the, if only the signs could talk, right? <laughs> and I know it's been a long journey. One for of some our of members who, who Minneapolis for Pete, who posted on Twitter that these are grown in the cornfields of Iowa. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> so, um, oh, that's you know. See, so what's going to happen is that all of a sudden there's going to be this sudden visibility. It will be perceived as a sudden visibility. And paired with, hopefully, uh, Pete's, um, you know, performance in Nevada. So he's already had uh, two great states. So we'll hope that will continue. And so he's really on everybody's radar now. Absolutely. That's a different. This summer, you know, it's like we're talking to people and, uh, oh, yeah, well, who is he? <laughs> and I was like, it basically, people know who he is. Yeah, we're getting to the point now where if you're planning on voting, you know who Pete is. Mm -hmm. So I, okay, so we're going to be busy with the visibility busy contacting people either through phone banking or door knocking. Now there's something going on with do your own neighborhood or Yeah, what's that? so um, the way the minivan is set up right now, so minivan, what is minivan? <laughs> yep, minivan is an app that allows you to see the address of where you should go next to knock on a door to have a conversation. It has a, a little script outlined in there. Uh, you don't need to read it off word for word. It's a guide um, to help you out. And it's, it's just the tool that enables you to know who to talk to so that you have some guidance as you're going around door knocking. Um, normally in the past, if you wanted to go door knocking, you had to actually reach out to a campaign and get a list of who you could go contact. But the way we have it set up now is that you just turn the location on on your phone and it'll populate the nearby houses. So anyone anywhere in Minnesota can sign up to knock their own neighborhood. They just turn download the app, turn the location on on their phone, and instantly they know where to go. So is it showing Democratic voters? This is likely Democratic primary voters. Oh, um, technology is amazing. Yes, absolutely. 
I, <laughs> wow. So is this something you sign up for? As a, yep. So it's like a mobilize event or it is. It is on mobilize and it is called canvas your Minis- your own Minnesota neighborhood. Um, so you can either go directly to mobilize.us slash Pete for America or if you typically go to events from the peteforamerica.com page, you just click on find an event and it'll bring you to Mobilize where you can enter in your zip code or state. Right. That sounds fantastic. Oh, so it's how big an area is it? The local, like your name, just your, beyond your street. But oh, beyond your street. Yep. It'll, it'll do... Uh, it, it loads, I think, by quantity. So I think when I pulled it up, I had a list of about 30 houses. Okay. And you can refresh it to download a new list. So if you get in your car, go drive somewhere else, new neighborhood. I can see where that would be very effective because you can introduce yourself as I'm one of your neighbors or, you know, maybe they actually would recognize you. Absolutely. You know, talking to the people you know around you is a great way to dip your toe into door knocking if you've never done it before. There's a level of comfort there. You're not afraid that people are going to, you know, slam the door on your face or something. (laughs) Right. Right. Because you know these people. And, and in reality, that doesn't usually happen anyway because it's it's really hard for people to be rude face to face. Right. So what happens is they just don't open. The, they just don't right. come to the door. Right. Yep. Right. Yeah. I, I noticed you know in Iowa nobody was actually rude to my face. <laughs> no, it's much easier to be rude on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> so the reality of people in yes. real life is is better. So encouraging. Okay. Is there anything else that so we've got phone banking, door knocking, visibility. Oh, and on the day. We don't know exactly what we're going to do, but there's going to be something big on Election Day. Yeah, we are busy making big plans for Election Day. So stay tuned. Uh, We're looking to have a coordinated event across the state. Because, you know what, we we don't want it to be any secret that Pete Buttigieg is running for president that day and that it is primary election day. It's going to be uh, obvious to anybody who's out and about that Pete is someone they should vote for. And that they need to vote today. I have run into some people who know the primary is coming up and they go, so what day is that again? That they're not aware of how quickly it's coming. Right, so we should we so should that's definitely clarify part of the messaging. that we have not had a primary in Minnesota since 1992 and so we've been a caucus state so that will catch people by surprise for sure. But it's a really good thing because the primary allows more accessibility to the vote. I myself have never voted in a presidential primary caucus because I, I was never one, never that deeply involved in politics but before Pete, um, other than just casting my vote on general election day. But um, also, too, it requires being available at that exact day, at that exact time. I have two other events going on on caucus day this I year. I know. So <laughs> I'm very glad that we moved to a primary um, where, where I can cast my vote when it's convenient for me. Oh, we're going to get a lot more participation and uh, it will be more reflective of the population. So, well, I'm sure I'll be seeing you a lot. And then we won't talk about how sad it will be when we're not seeing each other, but, you know, Pete's still going to be in the uh, competing for a while. So I'm sure in Minnesota we'll still be be doing something to make sure we're keeping Pete's name out there. Even beyond that, just getting involved in this campaign has helped me make a lot of new friends. So it's been a very fantastic experience. 
I, I agree. Thank you so much for talking to me today. And, you know, what do we have to say? The Go Pete, okay? Go Pete. Go Pete. Edge, edge. Wow, it's a door knocking city here in Minneapolis. We just had training, and we have a, few fo- a lot of folks who are going out door knocking. So we have Mary and Stephanie and Jeff here. Are you guys going to be going together in a car? Mary? We're going somewhere in the car, but we haven't decided exactly where yet. Okay, and Stephanie, are you going to be the driver? I'll be the driver, and I think maybe we'll stick around in Minneapolis area, maybe Lake Calhounish area near where Jeff lives, so that we can be back for the 4 o'clock peat-up oh, at Ginger Hop Restaurant. Right, that's great. Uh, motivation is to be back for something. So Jeff and, and Stephanie and Mary have been involved in Minnesota for peat for a long, 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 long time, and now it's, it's really... It's it now, right? This is it. Jeff, going door knocking today? Yes, we are in it for the long haul to win the era for freedom and security and democracy. We're, we're in this for beyond Pete's election to president, right? Yes. We're just getting started. Yes. Oh my God, it's so exciting. It's so exciting. And I've, I've gotten to know all of you through all of the different things that we've been doing here and Pete. But why Pete? Can you tell me, Mary? Now, I, I don't know. What, what is it about Pete? What is it about Pete? What is it not about Pete? <laughs> he is the most authentic, compassionate, empathetic politician I've ever known, and I've been around a while. Um, his policies are great. Um, he's smart. All the things people say about him. But the thing that drew me to him from the very beginning when I heard him on a podcast about a year ago was his ability to simply answer a question when he was asked instead of speaking from talking points just from an authentic place in his heart and that's the thing that I will always support in him and appreciate about him he's a wonderful human being said you were ready with it I didn't even ask you I didn't tell you I was gonna be asking that it's easy because it's from my heart so it's easy to open my mouth and sing his praises. Well, that's how I feel, too. Well, Stephanie, now is your chance. What about Pete? I know you're a teacher. Do you think being a teacher affects your whole mindset? Mm-hmm. Really, quite honestly, as a second-grade teacher, that really does influence my, um, my decisions and how I look at the future because I often do see it through my own students' eyes, just what's going on in the world, and I see it through a parent's eyes because I have children of my own, they're teenagers and they're impressionable and kids are so aware whether we admit it or not to, um, you know, just the climate that's out there. They hear it, they see it. And so Pete is the opposite of so much of what's ugly in our world and our society right now. And he truly just gives me hope as a teacher and as a mother. Um, I just feel like he's the kind of guy who he can make promises that he can keep and I just, I think I heard the last thing that Mary said, which was, he's a wonderful human being. And it's really true. I think when we see him in all of the debates and all of the town halls, and when we've all met, uh, those of us who have even met him personally, he is that person who, I think he is who he is, who we see on the debate stage, who we see in all platforms. He is an honest, trustworthy, decent person who represents everything that I want to see in our future. Also very well said, and just ready to go. People are just ready to go. But now, Jeff, you, you're ready that for this Pete question. 
because now you've heard the other two answer. Yeah. Well, why do I like Pete? Because people I like like Pete. Well, that, that's good. <laughs> that sounds kind of trite, but it's true. Uh, he's inspiring people to get involved that haven't been involved before. And I was telling my friend Stephanie here, I used, I'm pretty civic aware and I've been involved in different things in the past, but for a few years there, I, the cynicism kind of overwhelmed me. And But now that I see that people I like uh, are out and about and doing things, I've never seen a presidential campaign that I want to hang around with so much. And so it feels like a state legislate, uh, legislature campaign, how friendly and homey it is. So. That's why I support him. But the biggest thing is everyone's got enough experience that are, is running, but the best leaders are the best listeners, and he's by far the best listener. I've learned a lot from Pete, just like that I think I should listen more. Thank you, everybody, so much. And uh, good luck with door knocking is going to go beyond today because think, think, thankful for the minivan app. You can do it at any time. So we're going to be very busy until Super Tuesday coming up. In, uh, what is it, 10 days? I don't know. I think it's 10 days. Okay, well, so we know we always say, go Pete. Okay, ready? Go, go Pete! Pete! And now I'm here with Philip, somebody uh, who is completely new to me. And I don't know, Philip, how new you are to the Minnesota for Pete group, but you're here today at our Get Out the, the Vote uh, rally. So uh, could you tell me how you found us? Well, yeah, I... Um I've always followed Pete, um, and I, you know, went, looked on Facebook, and I saw the Minnesota for Pete uh, site, and um, I connected with people on there, and here I am. Have you come to our other any other events? This is actually the first one. Okay. So, yeah. what did you just recently connect with us? Yes. Okay. Well, yeah. that's fantastic because and we... everybody's so great here. Everybody's so friendly and. So it's just like an immediate new friend that you have met, J.D. here. Um, we'll just introduce him. Howdy, J.D. J.D., howdy. Minnesota howdy, huh? <laughs> yeah. And, and you're sitting here together because now you're new friends because if you have Pete yep. in common, you immediately already have something in common. Absolutely. And, I mean, it's great just to get organized out here, and uh, we're going to be going out canvassing pretty soon. So yeah. you're, you've, you're paired up to do the canvassing yep. together? Okay. Yep. And you got the training. Yep. That looked like a very in-depth training. <laughs> it was a lot of uh, technical notes, but it's uh, it's fun to move into this uh, kind of like modern age of technology to help be more organized on the ground. Yeah, the minivan app. Yeah. That, that's that's great. Okay. So, um, what is it about Pete? That's what I ask everybody. Oh, <laughs> I, I love Pete. For one, he's cute as a button. You know what? Uh, <laughs> I, I, I agree. I agree about that. Uh, and then he he's so composed. Uh, he has the same like ideals as a lot of progressives, but he has such a practicality about him, and it makes so much more sense. And I find that a lot of people from my hometown and community are more open to his, uh, his message, really. Okay, so is your hometown and community more conservative? Is Indeed, that what you mean? yeah. Are you from uh, a smaller town? Yeah, I grew up in Cambridge, Minnesota, and it's Trump territory pretty much up there. You know, a lot of my, uh, my family 
are conservative and voted for Trump. And I work with a lot of people that are a little bit more on the conservative side. And uh, not to say that Pete is a conservative by any means, but he brings this inclusivity that has been missing from America. And everyone feels that. Well, and it's a great I, I felt that with my own family. At least I could talk to them about Pete. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Philip. So I'm sorry, you're going to have to follow like uh, with a why Pete. I've found that everybody has their own story. Exactly. Well, I, um, I kind of mirror what he's saying. Um, I think Pete is calming. He's the right person at the right time. I think we're in a country right now where you're, it, it's so divisive. And, you know, especially on the Trump side uh, and the Bernie side, because they're, they're so extreme. And that modulating kind of tone that, that Pete has. And he's, I like when he says, like, uh, future, uh, uh, future ex-Republicans, you know, that, that's a great line, you know, meaning that he's welcoming even Republicans into the fold and... It's something that we need to heal. I really do. I think um, the country needs to heal. It's a very, I mean, even my, my own family, Thanksgiving is just a horrible experience. It's, it really is. And um, to have somebody like Pete, who um, he's not an extreme, you know, even with, med, you know, even with uh, healthcare, the, the fact that everybody's going to have healthcare universally, universal healthcare, but without forcing people off what they already have negotiated in their unions or whatever, is a wonderful idea where it doesn't polarize people. Right. So we can, uh, he's the crossover candidate. Really. Oh, absolutely. And that's oh, yeah, what we're going to need. Yes, absolutely. And he doesn't, she said, I'm not going to try to trick you into thinking I'm not a progressive. I'm very progressive, but I'm open. You know, I want you to join us and we can begin to work on these issues that basically we have the shared values. Mm -hmm. You know, we should be making some sort of progress on these issues instead of being at a standstill. And that's what happens if you have, if you come up with something that's too hard, you know, too extreme for somebody who's more conservative to accept. And he said, and he's actually said that. He said, you know, I would be the most progressive president uh, ever. Well, so, well, the f yeah. exactly. And um, so, if people that try to say he's conservative, I mean, that's, that's the, the wrong word mm -hmm. to use. It, the more uh, pragmatic, I would say. Uh huh. The happy medium. Yes, you know? yes. And it's all yeah. demeanor and, you know, the way he's so open. Uh -huh. to people. Absolutely. JD, do you have anything to add now? <laughs> I do on a lot of things. It's like uh, Pete reminds me of a lot of older candidates, uh, specifically like JFK, who was one of my like favorite presidents growing up. Yes. I you know, learned a lot about him. He was also very progressive in his policies. Uh, reminds me a lot of old school Teddy Roosevelt too, uh, especially with his new uh, public lands act, or uh, not act, but His, pl plan. his plan? Yeah. I haven't had a chance to read it yet. Yeah, I've just started like digging into it, but it's, it's great. I love that he is one of the few candidates that is putting out actual plans for things and organization and trying to bring our country back together. And it, I, really references a lot to his his military service 
for uh, like really bringing that sense of community back together in our oh, country. Oh yeah, so much about military service is like just the way that he interacts with people respectfully. Mm-hmm. I think he was like that anyway, but uh, the military was a great reinforcement of that. Yeah. You know what? Can you hear that waterfall going? It's like, I think the listeners, this is our Gorgeous. calming. Okay, everyone listen. Yes, it's very zen. And we're going to go, we're going to win Super Tuesday. Yes. We're going to win Super Tuesday. Okay, so I always end. <laughs> Do you have I one more thing to, to say? I just to say one more thing that I totally forgot to mention. Um, out of all the candidates running on the Democratic side, obviously, um, Mayor Pete has, I would suggest everyone read the Douglas Plan. Um, I am a big advocate for um, equal rights for mm-hmm. everyone, no matter what you are, whether you're black, white, uh, LGBTQ. Um, and the Douglas Plan is amazing. I mean, I, you have to read it. I, I really couldn't explain it in, in this short session. But I would suggest everyone go online and look it up and read it, and then you would be amazed. And it was it was created with love. If you read it, it's just full of love and. It's extremely bold. I mean, it, oh it goes goodness. it goes yeah. beyond reparations. Or if people say, "Oh, reparations," they're like, "No, it's it's much more than that." Yes. Yeah. Yes, I agree. Uh, and his immigration plan, I think I I use the word bold. It's like, oh, these are things that need to be said, that that nobody's saying. Even the most progressive candidate, aside from Pete, is not saying those things, the reality of what we need to do. Yeah, no, I, I just really feel like he is the right person at the right time to lead our country forward. And as a member of the LGBTQ community, it's so inspiring to see that a lot of these people that were condemning my lifestyle back in the Bush era are now coming over for Pete and it's it's so inspiring that we've even gotten to this point and that he is such a viable candidate and it's it's amazing so refreshing he said you know we're meeting them on their journey right towards acceptance and they want to be on the right side of history and let's you know instead of having the purity test Mm -hmm. right of uh, you know either you know if you weren't for you know gay marriage back then you know we hate you and we never want to talk to you about no no oh you're starting to accept it you know we have to welcome this and that's like the biggest lesson i've learned from pete because you can apply that to many things and like we can apply that right now to, you know, aside from LGBT issues, yeah. or just like somebody who voted for Trump, we're not gonna say, well, we're never gonna talk to you because we can't forgive you for that. No, yeah. it's like, oh, you realize that maybe that wasn't the best thing, and now you want to come over and be with us, and we have to meet them on their journey as you know to be on the right side of history. Absolutely, yeah. And you know, a lot of people were just like disenfranchised with the system, and. Like, Pete is not a part of the D.C., like the Washington, D.C. system. And it's, like, he's run small government. He knows how it's supposed to go through. And he he's a problem solver. Uh, one of the uh, speakers was talking about how much of a problem solver he is. And that's who we need in the White House, not somebody that's just going to point out the problems but actually solve them. Yes, and he he involves other people. He's a collaborative leader. He's a servant leader. He's not like, well, this is my idea and we're going to do it. Yeah, and he likes to gather the information before putting Mm -hmm. out something, too. He 
Genius. Yes. I was going to say he's a data guy, but yeah. the thing is he's a data guy and a people person. That's kind of like he's got that unusual combination of having the intellect and then the heart yeah. and the data and so the whole package. Okay. Um, yeah, the, I've, I know people that have actually been in his presence when he has spoken. Mm -hmm. That would be me. And that would be you, and I'm jealous. <laughs> but um, no, seriously, um, and the one thing, the common thread that I hear from all these people um, um, that have spoken online or my personal friend was that he captivates you. You, 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 you're, you're forced to listen. It's not like, you know, sometimes you watch But not people. in a forceful way. No, it's like mm -hmm. his natural charisma. It, it's really. natural. Yeah, it's, it's like, you know, you sometimes people talk and you, you can say they're like automatrons. You know, they're mm -hmm. like, you're just like, oh, yeah, same thing I've heard many times. If this man is speaking like so profoundly that you, he, he reels you in, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? And um, I think... And the intelligence, being a Rhodes Scholar, a veteran, mm -hmm. um, uh, a, a, an executive of a city. Um, you can just go down the list and he's just... This is a no-brainer. We have to get him in the White House. Yeah, oh, absolutely. And which means I'm going to have to let you guys go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go door yeah. knocking. So we have to say that... Thank you for interviewing uh, us. Sure. We appreciate it. Well, I appreciate... Uh, it's like I always get new... You know, when I say YP, you know, ask the YP question, I always get uh, uh, different answers. It's amazing. But now we have to end with Go Pete, the cheer. Can you share the microphone? And then we say one, two, three. Go, Go Pete! Thanks for listening to Twitter Travels for Pete. Everyday people excited about Pete Buttigieg for president. I wonder where I'll be going next. <laughs>